0: hello hello on today's show we are going to talk about the witcher prequel series patrick's going to show us some expensive turtles and some unbelievable cover combat finals are inbound Welcome to your favorite live streaming whatnoting podcast, comics and collectibles in the crawl space. As usual, I'll be your host, Kevin, and I have the two most amazing co-hosts anyone could possibly ask for. Might as well be the host. Uh, you want to say, "Hey, Mike."
1: Hey, everyone!
0: <laughs> nice. And then, of course. The amazing patrick what's up pat
2: hello everyone
0: hey you know so i changed the intro back to the other one thinking that johnny was going to be here but it'll be perfect if he just comes a little bit later anyway but then secondly i was going to note that man every time i change something we go to the opposite of what it was so I changed it to a 1.30-ish start, (laughs) what, like three weeks ago, but we've been on time slash early every show since, (laughs) so it never fails. No matter what I change it to, it's going to be the opposite, you know, but it's fine though. It's part of our charm, right? Yeah. That's what I was, that's what I've been telling myself my entire life for everything I Uh, you know, mess up regularly. It's part of my charm. It's how I get by. Right?
1: Yeah. You got to keep them guessing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. Okay. All right. Um, So first thing we want to do is set up the profit profits, correct? That's it. All right, here we go. It's still the Christmas girl. She hasn't given up on Christmas. She's like me. I'm still listening to the Christmas music. I don't give it up for a couple more, maybe not a couple more weeks. but I still go a little bit longer even past New Year's listening to Christmas music. So this uh, Christmas, this, the Christmas Prophet Prophets girl is, is a lingerer with Christmas like me. Yeah. I just told my wife the other day that it's only 356 days till Christmas or something like that, you know, so. Anyway, take it away, Mike. All
1: right. Here are the covers for 10 books coming out this Wednesday, January 11th. The Acceler group and our families have selected our top three favorites. In order for you to win the profit profits contest, you must choose the covers that make up our top three. Post a comment during this live stream of the three covers you've selected. The cutoff time for your submission will be announced at the beginning of the pick three segment winners will receive their choice of one book one book from this 10 uh we'll send it to you free and we'll even cover the shipping so head on over to the facebook page have a closer look and then come back here and comment your three that you think we picked this was uh this was a tough week for me to come up with 10
0: you know i was gonna say yeah this was one of those weeks that uh y'all have mentioned on occasion that very thing that i think i might agree with you this week i had a hard time picking three you know well not a, not a hard time i can definitely pick what the best three of the ten are but as far as ones i actually really liked there was only two yeah. the rest were just okay
1: mark had well, the opposite thing. he said can i pick five?
0: Oh, really <laughs> well that's good that's what's so great about your lists. you know you can never tell uh you know, who you're going to be pleasing with them and who's going to be disappointed with them, you know. Right. So, and I uh, wanted to point out, as we talked about before the show started, too, you had that up early. You actually had that up yesterday, which uh, right. just the only reason I'm mentioning that is anybody who wants to participate in the profit profits, you know, you can uh, start doing your scrutinizing a little bit earlier, give you some more time to think about it, and then come to the show and comment and win your comic,
1: right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they don't have to miss the show while they're, uh, deciding what to.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, all right. And then, uh, now we are going to, Oh, Hey mom, thanks for being here. Now we are going to, uh, do the, uh, most exciting. No, we didn't. You're (laughs) just got the welcome on the screen there. Hey, Hey, uh, we got a new moderator today, too. I figured we'll give a little shout out to Karen. Uh, Karen is here moderating for us, and she w- we will do a better job of uh, maintaining uh, comments and responding to comments. And uh, we even threw some sound effects, a little teaser there for you into the mix. Uh, and uh, hopefully, Karen can be our regular moderator, and uh, we can get a little bit more of uh, a slick show going. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> All right, Mike. So are we ready for this uh apparently unbelievable uh round of cover combat?
1: Yeah, that's what everybody's here for, right? All
0: right, let's do it. Yeah, that's what everybody Very nice. Back to the good old classic cover combat intro. So here we go. Yep. yep. Okay. I'm going to take a drink of my coffee. I'm ready.
1: You guys might want to do a shot of whiskey or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's too early even for me on a Sunday. Too early.
1: Yep. Yeah, I had to deal with all this yesterday. <laughs> chaos in the house That I was
0: announcing it. Actually Mark- oh, really oh, okay. <laughs> Mark- Mark-
1: yeah. no. He wanted to uh he wanted to watch it.
0: You get the whole experience prior to us getting it here as well on Saturday when you're doing it with your family. That sounds fun. Yeah. You get double the fun.
1: Yeah, and then I sit with the excitement for, you know, 12, 13 hours. <laughs> right, right. Um, so I'm gonna I'll run down we've got uh, six covers left Black Widow 3 Star Wars 1 the uh, Alex Ross and then Immortal Hulk 2 then Star Wars 1 uh, I don't recall who did that one Patrick you remember yeah Eddie Granoff okay there we go And then uh, Wonder Woman 51 and Catwoman 10 six great covers yep and our first matchup Black Widow 3 versus Star Wars number one. Are you guys ready? Do we want to do a drum roll now? Yeah. I don't have it. <laughs> nice! Star Wars one. Oh, I forgot to give you the, uh, the percentages. I'm all thinking of the drum roll. <laughs> This was, uh, this was pretty lopsided It was 80% Wow, I'm a little
0: shocked with that But happy nonetheless
1: Yeah Hard to beat rest. Alex Ross and Star Wars
0: Yeah, rest in peace uh, The uh, little fighter That uh, Black Widow Came out of nowhere No one appreciated it to get it going But then it got its legs And it made it so close But not quite also, so Patrick also. is still in
2: what what pat sorry. The, the Black Widow is also addie granoff so he still has a chance.
0: Yeah, okay, okay. All right, All what right. you got next, Mike? Next up
1: The Immortal Hulk 2 versus Star Wars number 1. Here we go. I should do it earlier oh nice. Hulk 2 Ugh. Once again I forgot to give I'm sitting there listening to the drum roll <laughs> <laughs> Um, This was close 53% of the votes Went for Immortal Hulk 2 Ag-dum.
2: My wife didn't vote this week I think so uh, I might have
0: her to blame
1: <laughs> Yeah <Tagger. laughs>
0: Well that's obviously A great cover though
1: Well, she could have complicated things for me because had she voted, and if she voted for Star Wars, it would have been a tie. Oh, no. One vote victory.
0: Oh, you had to use your scientific method.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Which I already have one laid out for next week because we'll go over that in a minute. Okay. All right. So next, the final entry. The winner here... Had 53% of the vote, also. Mm. Here we go. You're nervous? Mm. Ah! Man. man. Yep. Oh, geez. Oh, man. That's an official there, Kevin. <laughs> I
0: am officially right, out of there.
1: We're officially out.
0: I had two of the last six, and they're both just lost. Yep. So, But, sorry, sorry, Mike, go ahead.
1: Now I was going to say the three individuals left.
0: Are the three claimed item, items. So someone's winning a Captain of America Vibranium Edition. Yep. Because <laughs> all three of these finals were claimed. This the only item. two claimed titles that didn't make the finals were me and Mark's. Okay. Karen's okay. Karen's
1: happy about that catwoman. Yep. So I've got next week's matchup, the graphic for it. There we go. Um and so basically the way this is going to work, all three covers are there. You're only going to vote for one. Everybody gets one vote for one cover. They're picking their favorite of the three. Of the three. Of the three.
0: yeah it's experimental yep
1: yeah. so I figured in case there's a tie I needed to um, I needed to have a tiebreaker already set so I had uh, someone that doesn't vote on a, in, in any of these I had them put these in one two and three order so that will kind of dictate. It's like if a there's a tie gotcha gotcha yeah so that's already set all right i'm hoping there are no ties i really i really prefer just to get a clear I mean, winner yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Clear cut. i mean
0: those are great those are and two of these i've never even seen before that's what's that's what's even better about cover combat i mean it's really a way to get exposed to covers i i never saw that immortal hulk before never saw that star wars before I'm definitely going to own that Star Wars. It's probably a one in one hundred ratio or something.
1: Or yeah, exclusive to his website. Either way, quite right, expensive.
0: All right, so definitely, um, so no one can claim anymore. Obviously, well, these all three are claimed anyway. Even if that was, uh, if that yep. wasn't the case, but uh, yeah, get your votes in. Um, you can vote here or the Facebook page. And uh, of course, a few of us vote to you privately as well. Mm -hmm. This is going to be an exciting finale next week. And uh, it'll, well, we already know it'll, like I said, it'll be a exciting finale to see who wins. And then also to see who's getting that Captain America vibranium edition. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. You're probably happy to free up some space in your house.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm torn. That's definitely, as far as losing the book, and making space that's pretty equal the only part i'm like uh ugh about is the shipping fee on that bad boy yeah. <laughs> yep. maybe maybe if someone uh wins this uh you know they'll have well i any the only one i have to ask mercy from is the cat woman picker then uh i'm, I'm sure patrick will have mercy on me to to bring it up to pa and i can at least give it to tyler's when i'm seeing him and maybe you can right. hook up with him and then uh, Mike, the other one's yours, so it'll just be a handoff. <laughs> so I guess I uh, shouldn't be so ug about the shipping. Well, I'll,
1: I'll ease your, I'll ease your uh, worries. I think the Catwoman uh, claimer will, even, will be understanding
0: as well. Yeah, yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. Man, I yeah, I I definitely don't have my pick yet, and. I guess if I'm rooting for one in
1: particular, though, it's Star Wars. Yeah, I think Star Wars kind of gets, it's like, you know, it's a great cover, but then there's always that, that half point that everybody wants to give it probably just because it's Star Wars. Right, right. So well loved.
0: All right, exciting stuff. Very exciting. And once again, you've done an excellent job through all of cover combat
1: too, Mike. Thank you. And then be- between, I think we're, you know, we'll be, we'll be having Cover Combat 3 in the future. But before, uh, in the middle, in, in between is when I try to do. Um, in case you didn't first, know. In case you didn't know. And my background here is a little tease, or my next, in case you didn't know. Okay. Um, that is artwork by uh, Irv Novick from All American Men of War 89. And i mm-hmm i tell you the story you guys are gonna be angry
0: okay because <laughs> i'm angry <laughs> okay huh. interesting
1: yeah
0: okay so then next week we'll reveal the finals winner who wins the vibranium edition and uh then the following week are you gonna do in case you didn't know or next week you're gonna do the in case you didn't know it'll be the
1: following week if okay. yeah next week will be a cover combat and then after that when we're not doing a cover combat then I'll do in case you didn't know
0: well okay how about this then next week do we when we after we reveal the winner do you want to also spin the wheel to see what the next theme for the following cover combat and then that'll give us yeah. 2 weeks to pick our covers you want to do that for next week
1: yeah i like that it's good all right yeah see how many cover combats we can get in 1 year <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It'll be like then, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 50. Like cover combat 50.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah it'll, be, uh, it'll be like Survivor, I noted, started having like three seasons in one year. We're going to have like yeah. eight seasons of <laughs> cover combat in one year. And of course, I was thinking, and I think you may have mentioned it actually, Mike, that once we get so many cover combats under our belt, we can also have a cover combats champion cover combat. Which right. will have all the winners? Yeah, you. Yeah, I think you mentioned that. Yeah, which that'll be ridiculous. So, all right. So then we want to move into uh, <clears throat> what I watched. Correct.
1: Yep.
0: Not a lot this week. Um, I can't exactly tell you why. I guess. Uh, um, I guess actually, when I start uh, telling you about the shows, I'll I'll, I'll give a little uh down on that. But uh, here we go. All right, so um, I've actually, I mentioned this to you guys before the show, I've actually been spending a lot more time in the field with work, but then also, as you guys also both noted at the beginning of the show, um, when my wife was here for a second, it was my anniversary week, so I'm going to cheat this in, and I'm going to use this as an anniversary week special. Very happy anniversary to my wife. She's amazing. I give her much more credit for our 15 years than I take myself. And uh, we watch this for our anniversary date night movie, Where the Crawdads Sing. I know it's not geek culture, that's what I'm saying. I'm using my anniversary to cheat this in here a little bit. And I guess, I was also thinking about this too. This could qualify as geek culture because you know, like bookworms kind of is a geek culture kind of thing, right? And this is, this is only a show because of how amazing the books hold. Right.
1: Yeah, it doesn't look like a romance, though. We're supposed to have a romantic evening.
0: Well, now, <laughs> I should—I was getting ready to say—not—not not with my wife, but that—that that would sound too bad. But basically, <laughs> what I mean by that is, she's a big mystery murder, you know, fan. You know, she's she's the classic. She's listening to these murder podcasts and these you know mystery doc and documentaries and stuff like that that's her that's her big favorite thing so uh she just finished reading this book last week so we decided we'd watch this movie for we did our our anniversary was on the 3rd but then we always uh, you know kind of have a date night the subsequent weekend we went out and had some awesome korean barbecue at this awesome place in Centerville shout out to uh honest Meat or Honest Grill, Honest Grill. That's what it was in Centerville, Virginia. It was, it was awesome.
1: And then, they cooked the food yourself?
0: Uh, they had the grill in the middle of the table and they came and cooked it for us. Wow. So, but yeah, it came raw on the table and then they cooked it. right. You know, one of those places. Yeah, it's awesome. They're great. And it was yummy. So, but then we came home and watch this. Have either of you seen this? No, no. Have have either of you read the book? No,
1: no. I've seen this poster and it looks really good.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. It, uh, I won't kind of definitely won't spoil the ending, but, um, just to give a general synopsis of the story, it's about this little girl in, uh, that lives kind of in the bayou and she's abandoned by her entire family. And so she becomes known as the Marsh Girl because she's kind of like this. This takes place in the sixth or yeah, 50s, I think, 50s and 60s. And uh, she's literally abandoned. And and everyone is aware that this little girl is out living on her own in the Marsh. And uh, they, they don't help her at all. And then there ends up being a murder in their town. So uh, kind of a, the simplest way to put it. Yeah, exactly. Johnny. (laughs) So the simplest way to put it is, uh, she, uh, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, Karen. Thanks for uh, asking. Um, but, uh, basically, like I said, there's a murder in the town and, uh, the easiest solution for this murder, it seems is to accuse this girl. So that's kind of, we're, we're, we kind of follow the story through her, her life as she's abandoned and, and the things that she goes through. And then uh, simultaneously, because we learn about the murder fairly early in the movie as well, they're kind of covering the whole trial. So we're kind of learning things in the trial and seeing why we're learning them in the trial in the past kind of, you know, you know, goes back and forth a lot. You know how those shows do that, you know, um, this was this was just okay in my opinion. It's uh, it was a little slow for me, and um, it for for how long you kind of had to wait for the payoff and what you had to kind of get through to get the payoff. It just just didn't do it for me. Um, it's not bad though, uh, and my wife, who like I said, has read the book, said it's nowhere near as good as the book. So, uh, and and that's pretty typical you know, and, uh, I would give this, uh, my wife said she didn't like this at all because she read the book, Karen. So she said it didn't live up to the book at all, but I didn't think it was bad because I hadn't read the book. So it wasn't that bad. But, so I give this like uh, six and a half, seven, uh, out of 10. Um, if you, I guess basically what I should say is if you've read the book, I don't recommend it. But if you haven't read the book, you know, give it a shot if you've got nothing else to watch.
1: <laughs> you know? yeah. That's the hazards of or reading the book and then watching the show. You get excited. Like, oh, now I want to watch this. You know you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All
0: right. And then I watched this another movie on Netflix called The Midnight Sky. Uh, and this is kind of funny for me too. I don't know Well, maybe I should know why, because my phone's listening, you know, that old thing, you know, my phone's listening to me. So I'm constantly getting these top 10, top 20 lists on my phone all the time of the best sci-fi shows on Netflix, the best sci-fi shows on Amazon, all this, that, and the other. And uh, this was on one of the top 10 lists of sci-fi shows on Netflix. So I was like, oh, I need to check that out. And I started watching it and I actually realized like, Halfway through it, you know, I was like, oh man, I've seen this before, (laughs) but I was 99% sure I never reviewed it on the show. So since I invested the time, first of all, I finished the movie because it had been so long since I'd seen it. I didn't know exactly how it ended. Uh, And then, uh, you know, secondly, to get a refresher for the review. Uh, But basically what happens in the midnight sky is, uh, and this is one of the actual, a little spoiler alert for my review. One of the things that bugs me about this movie is there is something that happened, and we are the problem. We created it that, you know, caused the planet to be unlivable for human beings. So uh, basically, we've had to kind of go underground, but then, even then, whatever this is that's uh, going to kill us all is going to reach them too. So it's kind of just a delaying mechanism. Uh, but of course we've sent a, a mission to space, to another planet, to a, a moon, uh, of Jupiter to investigate if this moon of Jupiter is habitable for humans. So that hopefully by the time we discover that they come back from their mission, the humans that are underground have survived and they can now go to live on, uh, the, this, uh, a moon of Jupiter. George Clooney is the main actor for this movie. And he also directed it. I think he may have actually written it too. And, uh, the, the role he plays in this is he's, he's, uh, terminally ill. I think he has, uh, cancer of some type and, um, he actually stays behind whenever all the other humans are leaving to kind of be a contact for these missions that have gone to Jupiter because I guess there's still one you know there's only there was multiple missions but there's only one that made it so he's kind of going to be the liaison for lack of a better way to say it whenever they come back to you know kind of give them the information that's kind of the original plan then, um, I can't remember exactly what the, the uh, you know, kind of the really kind of what made this eventually happen, but he's eventually decided this plan isn't going to work or something happens where they this plan isn't going to work. So now he decides he's just going to stick around to tell them when they come back to just, hey, don't worry about us. Just turn around and go continue the human race on uh, on the moon of jupiter yourself so he literally his mission is just to tell them to not come back like we we learned that maybe a quarter way through the movie and then you see he's holding hands with this little girl on the on the poster there um uh she's kind of like uh the opposite of a stowaway she decided she didn't want to get on uh this uh sh- you know ship or might've just been a plane or a helicopter or something to take her to the underground base. And she stayed where he is. And he's in the, he's in the North pole. And, uh, that's like the last place on earth. That's going to be affected by whatever it is. that's destroyed the earth. And, uh, she's, like I said, she stayed behind. She hid from the people escaping. You know, I don't know why. Uh, they didn't really give us an explanation for that either. She just was scared. I guess she didn't want to go. So of course, when he finds her, now he's got her to deal with and, and worry about as well. And then to make matters worse, there's a there's a big storm that destroys his communication where he's currently at. So then he has to actually go to a whole n- different base with a stronger antenna, so he can uh, communicate with this mission and this Jupiter mission sooner before it's too late. You know, stuff like that. And uh, this is a, you know, this is the music in this is great. That's a big thing with this. The, the sound, the score is uh, amazing. Uh, it's, it's very compelling partially because of the score is so great. Uh, George Clooney's a good actor and uh, it's very interesting and mysterious. Uh, and I remembered as, like I said, as, as I was watching it, why I enjoyed and I watched it till the end, but I don't know whether I've given too many hints at this point, but They drop the ball at the end of this one, in my opinion. Uh, The payoff is not there. And, uh, you know, I've said it many times. I don't know whether I've said it many times on this show or not, but I've definitely said it many times to you guys, my friends and family, that, man, a movie can be so awesome, but if the ending just is a stinker, the whole rest of it's a waste. You know, I'd rather have a movie just completely suck the entire way through with a good ending. Rather than an amazing movie with a bad ending. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah.
1: So. You know, great possibilities, you know. It's like, man,
0: this is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like I said, part of it is I didn't even know how they didn't even express or explain to us what was going on. And, you know, I guess that's what I wanted. Maybe that's part of the reason I didn't like it uh, also is because I like. I like to start a story kind of amongst the problem and then see the backstory as to how we got there explained. And then kind of what the event, eventual, you know, resolution is, but the resolution wasn't good. In my opinion, Uh, this has, um, I like, again, I won't uh, reveal the ending on this, but the ending basically, I felt it was extremely reminiscent of too many other movies that I've seen. Um, and uh that that didn't help it at all either so i give this a five five and a half you know with the
1: the score being as good as what you say it is i love a good movie score yeah like i mean it can elevate the movie for me
0: absolutely absolutely uh, (laughs) have you guys been seeing those i don't know whether it's a trend everywhere it's just on my you know, reels feed or whatever. Have you been seeing those videos of people that are posting movies with different music and it's, uh, and and the, the caption is basically music makes everything or something like that. And like the one I saw yesterday was, uh, it was a, it was like a nightmare on Elm street scene with like Titanic, you know, pipe music. (laughs) And it was so funny. It was the part in uh, nightmare on Elm street. It was when he was like rubbing his claws down somebody's face, right? And I'm sure there was scary, intense music there originally, but with the Titanic music, it was like almost sensual. <laughs> you know, it was hilarious. You guys seen any of those? No. No. It's funny, funny. All right, and then I watched Day Shift, which uh, this is on Amazon. And um, this, I think it's from 2020. Are either of you familiar with this?
1: Nope.
0: No. So I'm sure this popped up because, you know, I rec- I, uh, I reviewed, you know, before Christmas or before New Year. Or actually, yeah, it was before Christmas, too. Um, the uh, Jamie Foxx Power. What's it? Yeah. Project Power. So I'm sure this is why, this is why this popped up on my list. Uh, but this has got Jamie Foxx, uh, Dave Franco, and uh, Snoop Dogg's in this, too. What were we going to say, Mike? I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, this poster wouldn't wouldn't draw me in.
0: <laughs> well, ironically enough, when I was looking for posters to use as a graphic for the show, this is the only long one I could find. All the rest were the, you know, landscape, whatever, yeah. you know. So I hate how those cover us up completely. So I, I do have a prediction
1: um, based on the poster, though.
0: All right, hit me. Are
1: there vampires?
0: It is a vampire movie,
1: yes. <laughs> I mean, it's right there.
0: That really isn't, uh, there's no spoiler there and it's not like a surprise. That's from the beginning. The first scene is, uh, Jamie Foxx hunts vampires during the day, you know, when obviously they're not as powerful and they can't go outside, blah, 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 you know, and, and there's actually this union where they have vampire hunters during the day and night and he's just on the day shift, (laughs) you know, this is as much, if not more comedy as it is horror, um, uh, this kind of definitely put me in mind of, um, like from dusk till dawn and, uh, what's the classic one fright night, you know, oh, yeah, the, yeah, those kind of vampires and the action in this and the special effects is pretty sick. It's really good. Um, but the dialogue and the story really kind of blow. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there, there's really, you could, you guys can probably tell me how this ends right now, right? Just throw out any vampire comedy guess you can throw out. I don't
1: know. I'm on the spot here. I'm failing. Nothing?
0: Nothing.
2: He becomes a vampire at the end.
1: Oh, that was
0: good. That was good, though. Uh, uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that's not, that's not it. But, uh, Somebody, the in, somebody in this picture does become a vampire though, but yeah, Karen. Yeah. He wins. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny says he didn't like it either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was good. Karen, he wins. He, uh, he finds the big baddie vampire and uh, beats it beats the vampire and saves the day. I mean, it's uh, like I said, uh, there's, you know, some fight choreography and some action in this is pretty cool. Uh, but overall this is not very good uh, I'd give this like a five as well so and there there's some uh, inconsistencies too and how do you guys feel about that like if a movies just ridiculous on its face and um, it it has these inconsistencies do you, do you like even care or does that still bug you
1: It depends for me I don't know it's 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 weird Pat. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how to answer that. I mean, okay. I <laughs> well, let me tell I'm going to tell you this
0: right now. So <laughs> Johnny gives it a two. <laughs>
1: I have an answer when you're done. So okay, I'm... Mike, go. Yeah. It depends on how much I'm liking the movie. If I'm liking the movie a lot, okay, my yeah. tolerances are greater. If I'm not liking the movie, it's just one more box. I'm going to check. another reason I don't like it. Right. Yes. Okay. That's a good way to put it. Okay. That's yeah.
0: Because I'll tell you this one right here. Uh, Dave Franco, he's got that neck brace on to protect him from getting bit. Mm-hmm. But it's also, he, become, he becomes a vampire and Jamie Foxx cuts his head off. And he's able to put his head back on and heal and, and live, right? All the other vampires he kills in the movie, guess how he kills
1: them? Um, cuts her head off. Exactly. So they can all put their heads back on and heal. Apparently, <laughs> but we all know you got to put a stake through their heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie's. Are, I give it a two. Like Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> that's being generous. Yeah, that's not proper vampire
0: killing procedure. You're right, Karen.
1: Maybe that's. Well, no. You think the day shift would be like the. Uh, That's the money shift. That's what you want. That's where seniority gets the day shift.
0: Well, what's happening here is this this the vampire right in there in the middle in the pink dress, she's the lead vampire. And she's invented she's invented this uh sunscreen that vampires can wear so they can go out in the sun. Of course. And she's also a realtor, so she's trying to buy up all of LA and and sell only to vampires. That's her that's the thing. So
1: it's silly it to Alaska where it's dark for thirty days.
0: Yeah, that's safe. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean for the vampire? Yeah, that's what they should do. Exactly. All right, and then moving on to a better show, but not much. Um, <laughs> the Witcher, Blood Origin, the new series on Netflix. Uh, this is a prequel to Henry Cavill's The Witcher. You guys both saw that, right? No. Yes. You didn't see that one, Pat?
2: No, I was never a fan of the video games, so it never really enticed me to watch the show.
0: Oh, gotcha. Well, I, I recommend the the Henry Cavill Witcher Witcher show, especially season one. Season two isn't quite as good to me, but season one I definitely recommend. You should check that out. Um, so anyway, this uh, the Witcher Blood Origin takes place, I guess, a hundred years or so prior to the events in the Witcher show that we've already seen. I guess there's a third season for the Witcher show coming too. Um, But uh, this kind of lets us know how we got Witchers to begin with, and then also why we need Witchers, because, uh, you know, the whole concept with the Witcher series is there's these super bad butt people that... Have to actually have power because there's extremely deadly monsters and all kinds of deadly creatures of enormous size and abilities running the earth. Not to mention like sorcerers and wizards and stuff. So, so basically they got to have kind of the saviors of the earth are these witchers. And uh, like I said, this 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 show explains uh, how witchers came to be and how the planet came to be what it is to where we need witchers. Um. I was actually excited to watch this because I, you know, I think I've said this a bunch of times and on the show, I love a good backstory. You know, I I love to learn why things are the way they are, especially in things that I love at a later date, you know. Um,
1: Overall,
0: this is kind of like where the where the crawdads sing for me. It's, it's not bad in my opinion, I I've seen, this is getting a lot of hate too, because there's a lot of modern day PC woke culture kind of things in this show. Um, but I, you know, I don't know if you can watch anything new and relevant without that being the case anymore. So that, you know, I'm kind of over that. Um, and this is receiving a lot of hate for that, but even for what it had, even in general, it's fine, whatever. It doesn't bother me. Um, but this isn't really done that well. Um, the special effects are good, and the kind of the overall when we get to the end and we have our explanations. I think this is only like six episodes. This is like a short series too. It might it's like four or six episodes. I can't remember exactly. But anyway, once we kind of get to the end, it's 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 fine. Uh, I, I I really that's the best part I liked about this. But kind of how we get there. It's just not really good, you know? know,
1: I think, I I might be wrong, but I I think some of the backlash over this is, I don't think this is based on anything as far as the books written and the video game stuff. It's just made
0: up stuff? I think this
1: is all new. um, And that might be one of the things that Henry Cavill was having a problem with was uh, source material, um, being faithful to that. So that might be why this is not sitting well with you is, you know, it's not based on anything.
0: Well, I thing. really, I don't know anything about the Witcher series in general, so I didn't know it wasn't based on anything, and I wouldn't know if it was. Either. So you're basically you're saying it's kind of like the complaint that everybody has with the Lord of the Rings where they just got the licensing, so they just made up a bunch of stuff from the past to get to where they are kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: Yeah. whereas the Witcher season one and season two are based on the books, yeah. which I, I don't know any of the lore as well. Yeah, but I, I, I think some of the complaints with this is it's not based on any of the books, any of the video games, any of the comics, anything that's already been, you know, yeah, written yeah. And, and kind of uh, fleshed out.
0: So, gotcha. Well, like I said, this is it's okay though, it's not as bad as I've heard some people feel, in my opinion. You know, I, I give this like a six. You know, I guess maybe from what we're saying, if you're a Witcher fan, maybe you shouldn't watch it. But if you aren't a Witcher fan, just like with uh, where the Crawdads sing, uh, you know, check it out if you got some extra time because it definitely looks cool and there's some cool fights. Um, but yeah, the rest of it kind of falls flat right too. So, all right, but like I said, uh, that's uh, was a it was a uh, kind of a small week for me, I should say three weeks since it's been but obviously the hol- holidays consume um, uh, better things than uh sitting down and watching a show and a movie so right yep. so i'm gonna get back on it this week uh i've got i'm actually going to uh get into uh the bad batch season two came out so you guys want to watch that with me
2: i still have to finish the first season <laughs>
0: okay i actually that's actually what i have to do too i have to finish the first season which i think i got like Two or three episodes, I didn't even finish that, and then uh, and then get into Bad Batch season two. So.
1: Yeah, I, I, would, I, will,
2: I will. tag on to uh, what Kevin watched with a quick. Okay. Uh, watch real quick here because I know we're trying to keep it short, but a little little quick backstory. Uh, when we you remember the original Hulk movie by Ang Lee? Yes. That nobody liked.
0: I I I disagree with that. I actually liked it.
2: So when we were coming out of there. <laughs> That's fine. I, I didn't hate it. I, I thought there was things about it that were good, but that, that's the point. The point I'm trying to get here is that we walked out of the theater, you know, we're listening to everybody, you know, sort of talking about the movie. And this, this one guy goes, seems sort of far fetched. If you ask me. What? <laughs> so that's, that generally becomes my review to Chelsea. Every time we walk out of a movie, you know, okay.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: So I should have saved it because last night we watched the most far-fetched movie I've ever seen, I think. I can't wait and, to hear and it. We, and you guys have talked about it previously. I think you've both watched it. Uh, oh, Uncharted.
0: God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: it is just ridiculous. <laughs>
0: it is so ridiculous, yeah.
2: In fact, and I think, I think maybe even Mike mentioned this, and, you know, it starts out, and it, like in the middle of the movie and then it flashes back to the beginning but the the beginning scene where they're you know falling out of the helicopter or the transport or whatever i said to valor i said is this uncharted or spider-man 4
1: that's exactly
0: i think I'm, I'm gonna quote myself from the first thing i said which was he was essentially spider-man in it exactly yeah. i said he was he was spider-man that was the one thing i said at the beginning and then the other thing i remember I said at the end of my review talk about the end of the movie was it was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever seen with the whole boats flying in the air. Under oh the my backpack. gosh. And what they were pulling off on the boats. Yes. Ascending from a helicopter. It was crazy. I know. I yeah. know.
2: I guess it was based on a video game, so you can kind of give it a little bit
1: of leeway there, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. exciting. I was loving it. <laughs> You're right. It's so far fetched.
0: Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, it was, it was, I, I think I called it fun ultimately you know it was it's fairly fun ride but yeah it was super ridiculous absolutely yeah. <laughs> you know I, I, since you brought up Angley's Hulk so first of all I don't want I, I love Incredible Hulk like 5,000 times more you know and part of my like for the original Hulk was that it was the first time we really got to really see a serious Hulk like I literally remember me and Mike when that first trailer came out and they kind of teased just the shadow silhouette of the Hulk bursting out of the house we watched that probably a hundred times so it's got like a real you know sentimental uh thing to me as well as far as why I like it but the ending sucked that was one of those movies I thought the ending sucked of it but I one thing that people hate that I love so much about that one is uh when the dogs were biting him and and you know how he'd get bigger as he got angrier and it like broke the dog's jaw I thought that was so cool at the time. I know it's ridiculous, but I thought it was so cool. It's anyway. a little far fetched. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it definitely was. All right, Mike, what are you reviewing today? Uh, you know, make, it, make <laughs> this
1: a party. What'd you watch? Uh, we're almost done with uh, Three Pines, oh, okay, like a show on Amazon Prime, and uh, I guess. You know i was i was watching it thinking uh that this is like the origins of doc Hawk or something but we're like one episode left and he hasn't even turned into doc ock at all i have no idea what it's
2: about so you're you're, you're kind of losing me there was, what's it the, i can't remember the actor's name that played
1: doc ock in spider-man yeah he's, in it. he's Alfred a molina yeah yeah he's a detective in it okay. that's what drew me to it first and uh it's, that's it's,
0: based on your books too, isn't it? That isn't that your book series too?
1: No. No, no, that's it's that's the wayward books. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. One of the, the things. This, this is actually based on the woman's written probably twenty some books around this one uh detective. Uh, and uh it's Canadian, takes place up again. It's really, really good. I love it. Okay. I highly recommend it.
0: Well, that's good because I don't think I recommended. I technically recommended anything I watched. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm going to say Patrick basically didn't just recommend Uncharted either. So Three Pines is our only recommend we got today, yeah. which is fine. I, I wanted to watch Quantum Leap, so I think maybe I'll get on that this week too. You guys want to check that out?
1: Um, yeah, because I think Karen had said that it's not a freak war or anything. It, right. Uh, they're searching for Sam Beckett. So Yeah. I'll give it a shot. All
0: right, cool. Put it on your agenda. All of us watch the first episode of quantum leap for next week. First episode. And uh, Johnny mentioned to me, and first of all, I want to mention to Johnny, uh, I'm sorry. I haven't called you back yet, John. Uh, but he left me a voicemail mentioning Marvel snap. So I'm hoping that means he's playing it. Where are you guys with that? Pat?
2: I'm still playing it.
0: Me too. Mike, my
2: nemesis right now is the leader. Uh,
0: and
2: it's Shang so hard Chi. to beat
0: the leader. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Shang-Chi. Uh, Armor is my favorite card because of Shang-Chi, Gambit, and oh, yeah. Uh, Killmonger. Yeah, I hate them. Yeah, and a <laughs> Any Destroy cards, Armor's my friend, you know? Right. So. But, yeah, the leader's so tough to beat. I, arrow is my strategy for beating the leader because basically all he does is create another arrow in the same spot as him, which pulls you pulls everybody into that section so it's it's a good strategy in my opinion if you have arrow you put arrow in your deck if you ate the leader so who's arrow i don't even know who some of these characters oh, are. oh a a e r oh
2: yeah yeah
0: she's is a, she a shield character. agent or something
2: what's that is she from shield or something uh she i don't think so uh she's she's new she's came out in the last like last couple of years oh, right. i'm not sure what she is really
0: gotcha all right cool so that'll do it for me mike sorry as we go along in the show we're trying to make sure uh expedited today so that's right we're doing good okay good okay all right so then we move into uh your segment right yeah all right awesome let's see it sweet
1: all right time for pick three which means that the uh profit profits windows closed doors closed doors closed Can't
0: wait. oh we got to chime in for snap uh from johnny as well is that we're farther than him he just saw the leader for the first time today yeah, I think uh, you got to get your rank into like the 50s before you start playing play- players that have the leader. Like the bad leader players are in the 50s, which I where I currently am. Once you get to the 60s and 70s and you start getting good leader players, it's even more of a nightmare. I've actually made it to 80 one time. So it doesn't your, you you like reset at the beginning of the season. Well, it it doesn't reset you completely. It takes you down two levels. So I finished wow. last season at 80. So I started this season at at sixty, I think, and then oh, that makes actually, sense. Yeah, I've actually dropped down to I'm in the fifties now. I so. got it because I
2: was up to like thirty seven around Christmas time, and I thought it just reset me to like the zero. But I guess I see
0: what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't take you down the whole way, but definitely reboots it. So, I haven't but that's heard. awesome to hear. You're still playing it, though. It's fun, yeah. man. It's really fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's really clever. Yeah, I I'm like, sorry. sorry. <laughs>
1: All right. All right. All right. So the pick three this week we have Flash 790, Tavern Clark, Daredevil 7, Marco Chichetto, Darth Vader 30, Raza, Miles Morales Spider Man 2, Dyke Brown, Spawn Unwanted Violence number one, Michael Damundo. Batman Adventures continues one Kevin Nolan, Moon Knight the demonized cover for nineteen Lucio Parrillo, Batman Urban Legends twenty three Colleen Hamner, Avengers War Across Time number one Alan Davis and Wolverine twenty nine Addie Gran. And uh, the, the let me go ahead. The worst thing about this, I, I had everything written down and ready to go when I was at work Friday. I left work, I got home, and realized I left the list on my desk. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a half an hour drive, and I just said, I can remember all of them. And I remembered eight of them. <laughs> oh,
0: hey, uh, Johnny's got a question for Patrick there, Pat.
2: Yeah, I'm um, Hellboy
0: PI, not, not
1: Patrick. <laughs> that, so.
0: so that's your actual screen name, Johnny? So that's good to know, too. Well, obviously, if I saw that, I'd probably think that, but I'm Rakira Fett on uh, on Snap as well. I'm Rakira Fett on everything.
2: So. I was going to say, because I played a Kevin last night, and I was like, hmm.
0: No, yeah, I'm Rakira Fett.
2: You know. You're probably too high up to fight me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it keeps you in the same 10 zone. So... There's definitely a big difference when i'm fighting people in my when i'm in the lower 50s then i always get up to the higher and then they get tougher and i keep dropping it's hard i think 50s and 60s like i had an easier time getting from 70 to 80 than i did from 50 to 60. you know it's like i don't know why exactly you know but anyway mike sorry we keep hijacking your segment
1: yeah the marvel snap, snap segment just takes place during the entire show <laughs> Well, I wouldn't
0: say you're a dork, but I would say that's ill advised. You need to come combust- with it should be your your name should be uh like uh um what's your uh transformer boy there? <laughs> yeah. Megatron. Megatron, Megatron. J Megatron or something. <laughs> John. John. Yeah. All right, we ready? Megatron John. Okay, that's
2: good. <laughs> One more thing about snap, just kidding. Go ahead, Mike. Get, Get moving.
1: All right, there's the winners. (laughs) All right, Mike, go. Yeah, I think I'm on a delay. All right. So anyway, like I was saying, I I could only remember eight. So I picked two additional ones. Um, I I can't wait till tomorrow I get to work and see (laughs) what's going (laughs) on. Because the two that I picked additional... Uh, one got three votes and one got one, so they weren't real great. <laughs> okay, but I was glad that I put one of them on there. I actually voted for one of them ones. Okay. Anyway, first up in fifth or fifth place, third place. Hey, Mike, I want to interrupt
0: you. That Mike or Johnny is saying sorry for interrupting you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I appreciate it, Johnny. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> okay, third place. Nice. Spawn Unwanted Violence, number one. Ironically enough,
0: this is my third. This was my third pick, the one that I was saying I only like two, but I picked this one because I just was like, "I to Spawn. That's going to be my third one. But I really didn't care for this cover too much.
2: I, I really like he, he did a you know run on Jason Aaron's four there a while ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he was on spawn. What the heck? Is this number is this like a It's a one, one shot I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a one shot. Yeah. I might I might pick this up cuz I, I like his artwork and I think it looks cool here with spawn cuz he he uses a lot of those reds and greens and I think it it looks pretty cool on the cover at least.
1: Yeah, and when this is I can I imagine when we're holding the book this is going to look fantastic. 'Cause you know, small thumbnails of this, it's it's kinda there's yeah. a lot going on, it's hard to see. But when you make it larger, you go, Wow, it really, it really draws you in.
0: I don't get how the cape is all like cut up. It's like partial. It's like
2: it almost to me looks like it's supposed to be sort of maybe like fire too, like the city's on fire, maybe.
0: Yeah, that's what, what kind of I figured the way I read it. That, some kind of flame effect. Yeah, but yeah. that's yeah, that's why I didn't really care for it too much. But I mean it isn't bad, but yeah.
1: Number one and two actually tied this week.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Yep. So uh, I had to do some uh, tiebreaker stuff. And number two. Oh, let me throw this out there. Uh, yeah, none of mine. I, I I didn't vote for any any of these.
0: Karen, <laughs> this is actually Mike's pick three favorite covers, just to let you know.
1: <laughs>
0: there you go. Number two, Moon Knight. All right, boom! This is one of the two I voted for. This was pretty hot. I, this one's one that I knew immediately as soon as I saw
1: it. I was going to vote for this. Wow! It took me. I, I went through, you know, all of all the releases a few times before I added this one. Yeah, I really
0: like this one. What do you think, Pat?
2: Uh, I was sort of on the fence. It was one of my near finalists, but ultimately I didn't vote for it. I think this guy's doing a good job on these Moon Knight covers, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. the The face. I mean a little demonized face there look just too jumbled for me Ah. Uh, can't see what's going on today all right and uh tied you know this these two covers tied so i guess uh go either way but the tiebreaker put this one at number one later number 30.
0: this was not my number one Mine either. What about you, Pat?
2: It was not in my top three.
1: So, so I don't I know. I don't know if it's the red and the black and the, the lightsaber that kind of captured everyone's eyes or not. But I wasn't a fan of this one.
0: Yeah, I just don't like um, uh, sir, He He's obviously going to take them out with one slice. I mean, this is one of them's literally jumping on his lightsaber. Yes. <laughs> she is getting ready. to, Two of them are getting ready to be kebab immediately. You know,
1: I don't know. Anyway, well, throw, I'm, I'm going to put them all back up again. Here's okay. uh, so the last two I added were the, the last two in the thing the uh, Avengers War Across Time and Wolverine. Okay. That Avengers War Across Time when I put it up there and then I actually looked at it, it was my favorite cover. <laughs> I really, I loved that cover.
2: Really? Yeah. yeah, I voted for it.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, there were only three of us that did.
2: On the other hand, that Adigranov Wolverine, I cannot stand. I'm a big fan of Adigranov, but that the face, it just I looks don't... almost like Mad Magazine. I'm
0: like glad parody. we completely yeah. agree on that one. Absolutely. I hated that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it. But the, the three smartest people in the room were uh patrick marcus and myself we voted for avengers <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah um so i guess i'll just uh you know come out with yeah i hated that one so i didn't like that one at all
1: <laughs> the avengers one
0: yeah i don't like it at all it just looks so classic
2: to me. yeah it's a good classic cover yeah yeah it
0: looks it looks it looks like a modern age book trying to be classic and fails in my opinion you know can you put those back up real quick? I want to say a couple other things. So I don't like the Daredevil with the beard. So I didn't like oh, that. Man,
2: beard. That was my favorite cover of the week. Oh, really? Yep.
0: Well, see, I'm not reading Daredevil. Would I appreciate yeah. that beard more if I was reading Daredevil? Probably.
2: Probably. Yeah.
0: And then uh, I actually love the Spider-Man cover, but I couldn't do it because he's upside down. You know? I forgot to,
2: forgot to switch that for you, Kevin. <laughs>
0: So my my final pick was the Batman.
1: Batman, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I Urban. like the animated series because I thought it was pretty awesome. Uh, just the, the angle. Batman being above everybody there.
0: Well, the Urban Legends one is the one I'm talking about. That was Great. my first
1: pick, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the animated series is nice, um, but, uh, which I, I definitely like the animated series art in general, but I like other art styles better, you know, so... Anyway, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting week. Like I said, it's great. Uh, I've, I've said it a million times. I'll say it again. You know, it's great. Your picks for covers, especially when they aren't typically what I would even pick and then they win. And then conversely, the same thing happens when you're picking all kinds of books that I love, and then Patrick comes in and is like, "Yeah, this week sucks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I love the mix of all of it all the time, Mike. Seriously, you do it yeah. great. All right, so then we want to move into uh, reviewing some books, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm actually not opposed to this week. I'm ready. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Mike, are you got one?
1: Uh, I have one. It's it's uh, outside the box. Let's just say I was thinking outside the box. With
0: this. One. Interesting. We'll see how that plays out here.
1: Yeah,
0: we're not. Oh, I hit the wrong thing again. Tag coming. I keep moving around too much. This is what I meant to do. Uh, we'll see how this plays out here. All right. Go. That's not what I meant to do either. Jeez, oh man. I'm too embarrassed to be here. I'm too embarrassed to be on the screen now. So that's fine, I screwed that up. Sorry guys.
1: All right, well, you're first anyway.
0: Oh, dang. All right, I read two books from the same series. I talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, I think. I wanted to get into it because going through my collection, I discovered I had the whole run of this and I was like, yeah, man, I got to get that. I am a big Arkham asylum fan, big, huge. Uh, I love the art and the store is great. So then when this came out, I was pretty excited about it. It looks kind of similar of course. Uh, but this is Arkham city, the order of the world written by Dan waters. Art by Danny and Dave Stewart. I should just say Dave Stewart and Danny. It's just Danny, right? D-A-N-I, right? I
1: think so. I think
0: so. Yeah. So anyway, um, what, ha- what happens in Arkham City, uh, the Order of the World, is apparently uh, the Joker uh, let off this toxin in Arkham Asylum and... Killed most everyone in there and then since like all the staff were dead and most of the inmates were dead the inmates that weren't killed were able to escape so now there's Arkham Asylum inmates kind of running the the city freely and of course uh, you know causing all kinds of havoc and interestingly enough uh, Batman is uh, MIA in this book at least uh, I read Number one and number two. And uh, the, the focus of uh, villains, uh, actually, number one's a key. Uh, there's a new character named Jocasta Joy. She is a psychiatrist that's been dealing with these inmates. So the police are, of course, using her familiar, familiarity with the inmates to help track them down. And, uh, of course, she's torn as a therapist because, you know, as these therapist stories always go, they care about their patients as much as they do uh, what the patients, you know, do that are bad. You know, they so they're torn whether they want to help the police or just uh, help their patients be better. And uh, uh, basically kind of that's kind of like the uh, gist of the entire story. So in issue one, that's kind of what I just said. They explain all that vividly. A uh, couple baddies that we encounter are um, this guy on the cover of uh, number two, uh, Ten Finger, or Ten Eyed, the Ten Eyed Man. Uh, you know, he's got, he can actually see through all 10 of his fingers, uh, but he's actually blind. Are you guys familiar with this uh, villain? No. Yeah. And he, um, as well as Mad Hatter is in this and a guy named uh, Double X never even heard of him before either Um, but you know like I said the art in this is very reminiscent and similar to the art style from Arkham Asylum do you guys remember who the artist was for Arkham Asylum I don't don't, don't
1: know
0: Pat Uh, You talking like the 80s, Arkham Asylum? Yeah, yeah. The original hardcover, one-shot Arkham Asylum.
2: Not sure. Is it Dave McKean, maybe?
0: But anyway, obviously this is uh, not the artist, you know, from Arkham Asylum, but I think they intentionally, I, I, I shouldn't say intentionally, but It's very reminiscent of the art style from Arkham Asylum. So I I can't help but think it's intentional. Um, And these covers are great too. All six of them. Uh, This one's a Matina variant. Uh, And and as you can probably tell from uh, the cover of number one, also who the hero is in this uh, series. And he actually, he's on the cover of number one. Uh, But he didn't actually show up until uh, issue two. And that's Azrael. Azrael is actually the hero that shows up kind of halfway through issue two. And he, of course, did somebody's fire just blow? What just happened? (laughs) I heard that. I have no idea what it was was either. It wasn't me. (laughs) Anyway, um, but Azrael shows up halfway through uh, book two. And he actually stops this double X character, and uh, then he now he's on a mission, and he's actually speaking with God. Uh, in in issue two, and I guess his next mission that God gives him is to actually stop uh, Jacosta Joy because he I guess gets his information from God that she is actually assisting. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, the bad guys in in eluding the police rather than actually help. She's pretending she's helping them while also helping the bad guys elude the police. So it's Mayhem all over uh, Gotham, uh, but that's what they're calling Gotham, Arkham City, because uh, the ten eye the ten eyed man is actually uh, dubbed the Gotham, the Arkham City because he's noticed so. Yeah, we did hear that, Mom. <laughs> we don't know what it was. Uh, but anyway, uh, he's noticed so many similarities between Gotham City as a whole and Arkham Asylum was in general. And uh, he believes that the builder of the original Arkham Asylum, Dr. Arkham, uh, is actually uh, amongst us as a ghost. So, but everybody, of course, thinks Ten Finger or Ten Eyed Man is uh, insane anyway. So. That's kind of where we are after issue two. Uh, I'm really liking this a lot. So my tentative until I finish all six, and since it's old, I think this is out in like 2017 or 2018. What was it? Um,
1: 2022.
0: This didn't come out in 2022.
1: Wow, wow, you looked that up. Um, yeah, Patrick's correct. Arkham Asylum is Dave McKeon. Um, Grant Morrison wrote it. Dave McKean did the artwork.
0: Impressive once again, Pat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait till you see when this came out.
0: <laughs> okay, well, you're closer than me, Mike. It's 2021. All six? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it said number, I'm just looked at number one or came out in 2021, and the sixth one might have ended in 2022. Okay, it was it was a fast year. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, all, all I was the only reason I was bringing up the year anyway, obviously with this being old, is no rush to get these. Uh, I wouldn't recommend anyone actually gets any of them until I get through all six, which I'm going to. I'll do three and four next week and then five and six the subsequent week, and then I'll have a review for the entire thing. But to let everybody know I'm enjoying it as of now uh, a lot. So
1: that's all I got for that. I'm glad you're saying that it's good because I already have them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so once I give you my final verdict, you can know where you need to put it on the priority list. Yeah, if I
1: need to uh, read it or not. Yeah. Oh, it looks like I'm next.
0: You are next, Mike.
1: All right, okay. Um, we've been off for three weeks. I didn't read a single comic book. Hmm. I know. The poster
0: of the week is?
1: <laughs> the Week, yeah. I haven't even picked up any books in a few weeks. Um, but I do have this, which is on um, at the grocery store. This is uh, Stanley 100th Birthday Salute Magazine. Um, that's around 15 bucks. <laughs> it's really good. I, I highly recommend picking it up. I haven't read much in here. Um, I, just, I just got it. But it, it has, in the back part, there's uh, kind of the creation or, or how these certain characters came about. Um, Punisher, Wolverine, they do a couple others. Captain Marvel, things like that. Um, so it's nice. It gives you a little history behind the scenes stuff. Um, we get the same thing for Captain America. gives uh, little details on that. Cool. And uh, the X Men, you know, it's it's going to go, covers the Black Panther, X Men, Fantastic Four, you know, the classic uh, Stan Lee creations. But you really get some behind the scenes information in here. Um, great little pictures. So um it's not a comic book but it's uh all about stan lee who turned 100 and uh, well he would have turned 100. he would have turned 100. um I, I do recommend getting this um if you can swing the 15 bucks it's it is a lot for a magazine
2: man all magazines are expensive these days
1: yeah yeah uh, i remember you know 3.99 4.99 for a, a magazine at the grocery store yeah uh, 15, uh, so the good,
0: uh, the good old days: seventy-five cents for a comic, three, four <laughs> bucks for a magazine. Yeah. Right.
1: yeah. So, this one, you know, you're a big Stan Lee, uh, classic Marvel fan. This gives you some good information. I recommend it. It nice. seems
0: like it's kind of a crossover of uh, the MCU Stan Lee influence, kind of, kind of drawing yeah. with that, right?
1: Yeah. A, l- a little bit, and they touch on the Hulk, Thor. TV show from is that the early that. 90s, or um, they touch on that. But I really like the going into the history of like the, the Punisher when they're first coming up with the ideas for the Punisher, what he's going to look like, what he's going to be called, stuff like this, and even Wolverine and, and things like that. Um, so uh, it's really, really good <laughs> stuff. So that is my review. All right.
0: you ready, Pat?
2: I am ready. Uh, Following up, I I didn't get any new comics except for my uh, DCBS arrived, and that allowed me to play some catch-up. And I talked about Fantastic Four number one the last time we did reviews, I believe. Um, And I read two and three, um, both by the new uh, team of Ryan North and Iban Cabello. Um, I had my nitpicks about number one. First off being that it wasn't really a Fantastic Four book. It was just about the thing in Alicia, uh, kind of off on their own. I thought it was a weird way to start off the book. Uh, I talked, we talked about the incident that happened in New York, that they left to, to be a mystery. Um, they kind of just showed a picture on the last page of like a crater in New York. Well, on the recap page, you find out that it was actually the Baxter building was destroyed somehow and the surrounding area around the Baxter building was destroyed um in issue two and three they they tell you that in the recap page um number two is focused on Reed and Sue uh again they're kind of separate uh it, it's it it's narrated uh they use a narration technique where Sue is writing a letter to She-Hulk sort of updating on her where things stand and you know Reed is looked as an outcast because of this incident in New York um, but the main thrust of this story is they're in a I, they I back that up too a little bit. What they tell you in the recap that they're trying to find Ben and Alicia. I don't know why that's so difficult. Um, they don't really explain that. Uh, but that's what Reed and Sue are up to. They're trying to find Ben and Alicia. and they're in an, another small town or a smallish town. and they come to find a woman that works at a diner. And she is being protected by Doombots. That's kind of where you get the, this cover coming from. Uh, apparently, this woman was nice to Victor Von Doom at one point in her life, so Victor set up set up a set of Doombots to always protect her and look out for her. Uh that's about it. It's it's Reed and Sue trying to figure out the who's, whys, and whats of why this happened and.
0: And you don't um, even know what the happening was?
2: Uh, well, the, you mean happening as far as...
0: The, with the Baxter building being destroyed and stuff?
2: No, you don't know yet. They're saving that.
0: Okay.
2: Apparently not for too long. We'll get to that in a little bit here. Um, okay. But yeah, it's it's basically Sue and Reed trying to figure out the mystery of why these Doombots are protecting this woman. And uh, again, it's, 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 it's sort of uh, small town... Not much Fantastic Four type things going on. Um, the again, the writer I think he tries he tries to tie things to the past. He like in this case he uses using Doombots and protecting this woman. Whether this woman was has shown before in an issue of Fantastic Four, I'm not 100. I'll Kind of cut back to that a little bit too. But um, he his writing is just kind of weird. He he. I think he used the word hypothesis like four times in this book relating to Reed. it just kind of draws you out and uh, kind of takes you out of the story um and again i had sort of the same complaints for the artwork as far as sue goes as i did for alicia and number one she seems drawn way too young um the the artwork is okay but again you're set in this sort of small town setting where you can't really show off much it's sort of day-to-day in sort of mundane situations i guess hmm. um so again it's just another uh, it's kind of head scratcher so we move on to number three and that of course we you know the only member left that they haven't talked about is the human torch who is still living in new york he's taken to dyeing his hair black and he's grown a mustache and created a new alias for himself and he's working at some kind of Department slash grocery store. Sounds exciting, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No. Yeah. <laughs> um. This 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 whole issue is about Johnny trying to fit in and uh, trying. You know, it's it, it, he's in New York. It's they sort of make it seem like it's a Walmart, but yet they at one point there's a like uh uh cold storage locker like meat locker that they're into and I'm like I, I don't know but basically going back to what I said this 80's story where Johnny had a run in with this small time uh Magia villain like uh, a hoodlum and he is now running this department store and Johnny's working there and he's treating the workers unfairly and shaving their wages and then Johnny tries to straighten things out with him and, and, and the thug realizes that Johnny won't actually burn him. You know, he, he's, he's limited. He'll never actually hurt somebody. And they keep going back to this theme where Johnny can't really use his powers to harm people. And it, it's just, ah, man, not off to a good start on this book. I, I, you know, taking all three of these first three issues of this new series as a whole it's a forget it i mean they they're promising to get to the main story of what happened at the baxter building and getting all of them back together next issue which would be the fourth issue funny enough um yeah but this to me is a poor way to grab new readers starting out at a new number one i it i don't get it
0: um are you gonna Again, try it? Are you gonna try number four?
2: Well, yeah, still, I, I, it's coming. It's on its way.
0: Yes. <laughs> <So,
2: laughs> um. Yeah, I'm definitely of the wait and see to see how things go once they get back together. And this mystery, you know, which really isn't that exciting at this point. You don't really care a lot about what really happened. Um. But yeah. What I'm, me of. Yeah.
0: The uh, Scarlet Vision, or whatever that series, how the first two or three episodes just, I didn't, I know, I think maybe you liked them too, right, Pat? Actually. Yeah, I
2: did. Yeah.
0: But I didn't, I, because of how it was so different, it had nothing to do with anything. As far as I was concerned, I didn't really care about it. And maybe they, tease the future better than it sounds like this comic did but does but maybe that's maybe it's one of those situations where once you get to four or five you'll it'll all kind of make more sense. You know WandaVision that's what it is. Thanks Ken. yeah
2: I I will give WandaVision a lot more credit. They had a plan. Yeah it was it was Scarlet Witch sort of repressing things and trying to make a perfect life for herself. You don't uh, think there's
0: anything that this could possibly be doing later Yeah this
2: this is just uh compartmentalizing the the different characters off by themselves and sort of teasing this mystery. And even if the mystery pays off these first three issues, is kind of like, uh, still gonna suck. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't seem like
1: Ryan North's a very good superhero writer.
2: Yeah. I mean, like I said, the, 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 the things I'll give him credit for is he does have some clever humor every once in a while, but and he he ties he seems to be wanting to tie things to obscure old Marvel trivia, which that's okay by me. Um, but his just overall writing style, and and, and that the one weird thing about that too is they've gone with the um, the the lowercase lettering, you know, like was they used for the. Ultimate universe and it kind of bled over into the Marvel universe for some things, which I'm not a big fan of. Uh that's just a nitpicky thing. But I'm not sure why they chose to go that route with uh this Fantastic Four book. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's in the forget it. This first three issues are forget it for me, and I hope things turn around or it's gonna be a you know hard pass pretty soon.
1: Wow. Do you think you know you're you're a big fan of the Fantastic Four? Yeah. Um, do you think that even if the writing doesn't improve you'll still get them just because out of habit to continue with the current fantastic four? Right?
2: Um probably it, the way you know here's here's where Marvel's strategy betrays them because I'll dump the book and wait for a new number one with a new creator. Oh that's true.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah cuz you don't have that long yeah, um, run to, to continue.
2: You do, but you don't, because they do have the legacy numbering. But at this point,
0: if it has nothing to do with it though, who cares having it? Yeah. 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 That's oh, interesting yeah. with that uh number three cover being the human torch, obviously flamed on. You're saying he doesn't flame on at all in the entire issue?
2: <laughs> no, he does.
0: Oh, he does? Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, but the 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 shady character trying to tries to use that against Johnny because he's saying he'll never use his power to really hurt somebody. So there's nothing he can really do, you know. Ah, gotcha. It's just, you know, I don't know. Nice Alex Ross covers, though.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, those off and pin them up.
0: Yeah, that don't judge a book by its cover works in the opposite direction sometimes, too. (laughs) Right. There we go. Okay sorry no problem problem. okay man so you you get did you give your review what your final decision was about that stanley book mike did you say everyone oh you said if you could if you could afford it get it because full disclosure i didn't buy it. that was a gift it was a christmas okay
2: that's nice that's a nice christmas gift it really
0: is yeah that's the perfect kind of gift yeah yeah Something that you kind of want but you wouldn't get for whatever reason, and then someone else gets it for you. Perfect. Yep. All right, Patrick. You it probably wouldn't have been a good it wasn't a good thing for you to be last with the reviews when we're moving into your full segment now.
2: (laughs) That's all right.
0: All right, here we go. All right, sweet. All right. Not
2: a lot going on this week. Um, but I, I think, I feel like I often sort of give, uh, uh, don't give DC and Todd McFarlane enough uh, exposure. Uh, he announced this wave of uh, DC multiverse figures. Uh, we got the... Batman Hush, a Joker, a Mr. Freeze, and a classic 80s Catwoman. Which is that is that your Catwoman there, Kevin? Is that the Catwoman you like?
0: No, huh I like the uh Michelle Pfeiffer type. Oh,
2: okay. The movie yeah. Catwoman look. Yeah. Okay. Like the
1: Jim
2: yeah. Which I am not a fan of.
0: Neither am I. <laughs> I'm not a Catwoman fan in general, but you know, that's the one if I like one, that's the best one I like. Yeah.
2: Go through them here quickly. uh they're, they're basing this on the Jim Lee Hush Batman. That's what they're calling it.
0: That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's I, not
2: a bad Batman figure, but there's a million Bat. You know, there's a Batman every wave. Or, yeah,
0: you know. yeah. So I, I gave up on keeping up with Batman a while ago. Boba Fett yeah. keeps happening. I'm gonna be throwing in the towel on trying to. I will, I'll obviously keep getting them, but I'm gonna give up on trying to keep up with them. And I gave up on Batman a bit ago.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, there's the Mister Freeze.
0: That's really cool. I like that one.
2: I, I like the sculpt, but I'm not I'm not crazy about the colors. I, I like a little more blue, bluish I color I think. You. I don't know. He's all right. Uh cat or the Joker.
1: Yeah.
0: He looks he looks like that uh what's that Christmas guy? From the Dennis Miser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks a little bit too much <laughs> like him. Yeah.
2: I yeah you're a
0: guy. yeah right you yeah over the holidays yeah right <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then the cat woman uh which man i tell you even more so i i don't really it doesn't come across as much here but he put todd posted like a 360 video and to me it looks like she's wearing like adult diapers or something <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> i don't know yeah again it, you know it could be because i'm not a big fan of that version of Catwoman either but yeah so those are you know the $19 $20 figures at Target Walmart you know the mass market you should be able to find them everywhere they're literally clogging up the shelves at Target all the time in my neck of the woods Um, something that you won't see on shelves uh, going back to Mezco and their 112 line expensive six-inch figures They announced these this set of teenage mutant ninja turtles i mean they're probably like the sixth company to get a turtles license in the last couple years everybody's making turtles figures yes these are great i think they're really nice um like they're selling them in a set of four it's going to cost you 400 bucks
0: what jeez oh man
2: that's you know it's it's kind of around their typical price point of around hundred bucks a figure these days for their mezco 112. they're kind of recreating some they're they're always really good at recreating you know classic covers or pinups or whatever right that's kind of what they're doing here looks really cool um nice shot from below and then here you'll get to see the actual figures and everything they come from the unique body sculpts for each turtle which is which is nice uh all these different heads all these different accessories
0: what'd you say these are 12 inch six six inch six yep. inch for a hundred bucks yeah yep i mean not That's the 12 inch be much better but
2: yeah uh lots of hands some soft good cloaks and shirts and pants and trench coats and different accessories and uh you get your base um but yeah it's uh pricey set but you know it it's it like I said typical for their uh the price range for these figures they're they're normally in that 80 to 90 to 100 dollars so you're getting all four of them at one shot I don't know I'd be interested to see
0: that should be 350 then (laughs) if you're getting (laughs) well (laughs) we've talked about that before you're supposed to get value when they put them together
2: (laughs) yeah I hear what you're saying I I kind of you know I don't know about their strategy they did you know they did a box set of the Fantastic Four also and you know i i wonder about that strategy sometimes because like i might have bought the thing by himself yeah you yeah. know and here you know you think yeah maybe you know you could buy one at a time you know 400 bucks is a lot to lay out for an action figure collector you know heck yeah, maybe yeah. buy them one at a time instead of having to buy the whole set
0: yeah i mean it's um, a classic marketing strategy you offer them all individually and then you offer them all in a box at like a 10% discount at least or something yeah, like that. Put, yeah,
2: and put a special accessory in there that you can't yeah. get anywhere
0: else. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it seems like the route they should go, but they didn't, so. So, they're uh, going to
0: be out of business soon. Yeah, I got it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> well, well, yeah, they'll probably, uh, They're. L- we're looking probably fall of next year, I think, was when these are coming out. But get your pre-orders in now if you want them. <laughs> And like I said, that was a pretty slow week. Uh, that's all I really have for the horizon. Um, okay. I was just trying to think uh, about stuff popping up at stores. Oh, the Dungeons and Dragons Hasbro figures are starting to hit stores, so you want to keep your eye out for those, Kevin.
0: I've been seeing, yeah, I've been seeing that a lot. You know, Johnny um, shared a group. It's the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. There's a group, uh, a Facebook group of just the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon fans, which I'm in that group. And yeah, they're all posting. They all grabbed them in store now. Yeah. So I
2: haven't seen them, but yeah, I'm seeing lots of reports of them being out there. So
0: yeah, I'm the same way. I haven't seen them. I'll I'll probably grab them. I'll have to piece it out though. I'm not going to be able to grab them all at once because that one is like a double set, right? That's like 30 something by itself. And yeah.
2: Yeah, I think it's actually more than that. I think it's like fifty or sixty. You no, know, is
0: it? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna have to piece it out, but I definitely want to get them all eventually. And then everybody's speculating, which is always fun, especially in groups where everybody's a fan of that stuff, is speculating what Wave Two is gonna be, blah blah blah. You know, so you know, yeah. Hopefully, if there is one, of course, you know. Right.
2: And lots of t- lots of clearances at Target. So a lot a lot of Star Wars black clearances, a lot of Marvel Legends clearances. So keep an eye out for those too, if you're interested.
0: Yeah, I actually saw that too. I was, I almost picked up the uh shore trooper, but yeah, I just, I just, I was able to resist still because it was in clearance, but I was able to resist because I don't want to, yeah, get sucked down that road. The,
2: the holiday <laughs> Boba Fett peg was marked clearance, but he was all gone.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, we, I didn't even see those. Yeah, I wouldn't have probably grabbed that anyway. <laughs> I, I would like pick that one on clearance. But uh, hey, I meant to mention something, too, during your Fantastic Four review. I should have said it then, but um, I actually had what I did. You know, I try to keep my whatnot show not only fresh with old stuff that I add to it, but then if I've got my latest DCBS order in where I'm, uh, you know, I've got some books in there that I ordered a while ago that I'm no longer interested in, <laughs> which, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> Which is the Fantastic Four? <laughs> um, so I, tr- I actually tried to—I—I I, I started an auction of that number one and number two for two bucks, and didn't sell. <laughs> Maybe that's why everybody's onto it. They're like, "Oh, I heard this sucks on Acceler uh, Comics and collectibles," you know? So I don't get
1: the Fantastic Four, but I'm getting the. Uh covers individual character covers for those
0: yeah just, yeah. just for the covers yeah,
1: yeah they do look
0: cool yeah yeah i won't read it all right so waste I think, time, at least yet right and that's kind of what this uh get it or forget it day was about you know don't buy anything yet <laughs> right. unless you can afford 15 for a magazine yeah I think, Mike, uh, we're doing good with uh, keeping the show under your time limit there. So let's get into our uh, final spot here, right? I guess I'm first Um, a bad ending will ruin a good movie yeah
1: Yeah, it's the last thing you see last thing you remember Um, since this is Johnny's recap I'm going to actually uh, reiterate something he said earlier in today's show Uh, books without pictures are not worth your time (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) right that interrupting is bad, but it's good to hear <laughs> from Johnny. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, so Star Wars isn't quite enough to get to the finals by itself, but Star Wars with Alex Ross apparently is.
1: Uh, this is also on the interrupting thing. Um, you should play Snap. What did you say? This is on the interrupting. I know. It was a joke. Yeah, I, I Where's, got my crickets? Where's my crickets? Yeah, I, I got it. As I started to explain it. Okay. <laughs> uh, <anyway. laughs> a lot of crickets. Um,
0: What's better crickets directly or crickets on delay <laughs> I don't
1: know. directly. Cause the delay then I'm thinking there's no interruption coming, but, uh, they interrupt you.
0: That was another joke that fell flat. Apparently
1: <laughs> crickets. Oh, was, yeah. Let me just take this out. So uh Snap's a pretty addicting game. Yes. And it will interrupt your day as much as it interrupts the pick three segment. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this is true. Facts. <laughs> um
2: so, some movies are far fetched.
1: True.
0: And these are good, re- they're recaps, they're, they're good, they're quality, and they're facts, for sure. So, I don't even know if I have another one. Um, you know, villains are bad, and they're even worse when they're escaped. Uh, that's what I got.
1: All right, uh, Fantastic Four, not so fantastic. No. no.
2: um uh, Yes, Ryan North's Fantastic Four is heading south.
0: good one all right that's uh that's all i got mike you got another one
1: knock knock who's there interrupting cow interrupting cow
0: No, that was a laugh track. That was a laugh track appropriate moment, Karen, (laughs) and a
1: cheer. (laughs)
0: All right, right, you got you got one to close us out, Pat.
1: No, that was it.
0: All right. (laughs) Sorry for uh, the the mess ups. You know, we're again. I don't know whether we've ever used this reasoning before, but you know, we're rusty. We. (laughs) we didn't have a full show for weeks so we'll be back at it with the high quality that uh, all of our millions of fans have learned to expect next week for sure so until then um uh, please like and comment on this video as well as subscribe and hit that bell to get notifications uh please subscribe to comics and collectibles in the crawl space on anchor by spotify or many other podcast providers, and please listen to the edited podcast of this live stream on Spotify that will be posted later today or tomorrow. Uh, also, follow Acceler Comics on Facebook, Instagram, and/or Twitter, and follow Acceler underscore Comics on TikTok and whatnot. Uh, watch our show on the whatnot app on Friday at 10:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and you can book that bookmark that show now. And I promise raising my hand to God right now. I swear I'm going to have a preview video of that show out no later than Wednesday. So I will not only, you can, you can check that out on the WetNot app, but I will also share it to. I know you can do it on Instagram. So I'm assuming you can on Facebook and uh, maybe I'll send it to Pat to get on TikTok too. You know how people do those videos where they're, Just fingering through their short box to show what's going to be for sale on the show.
1: Yeah, good.
0: Yeah, and every I'll make one of those definitely. And every show is a a $2 start auctions with at least two books. Oh, actually, no, I do have a couple that are just one book. But most of them are two. Uh, One or two ones. And then uh, I even had a couple threes. And I think I did one four book. So 50 cents a book last week as well. And we didn't do too bad. We uh, we had a few uh, people that were in the chat quite a bit too. So it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> Karen was there too. Appreciate it, Karen. All right. And then also check out what we have to offer on eBay at Acceler underscore comics and Accelercomics.com. And then lastly, watch our live stream next week, which will include the finals of Cover Combat 2, Sunday, 1 30 p.m. ish. Eastern Standard Time, which probably means it'll be earlier. But then since I just said that, it'll be later. Who knows what's going to happen at this point? Perfect. <clears throat> but uh, but definitely uh, get your votes in for Cover Combat 2. Only three books stand. Uh, and Next week, we'll reveal the champ of those three books. So make sure you get your uh, votes in. Share it so we can get a bunch of votes in. And we will definitely have a winner for... Uh, the Vibranium edition of Captain America as well. So it's a yep. very exciting week next week. Hope everybody comes and checks it out. You guys got anything else? Nope. Nope. That's it. All right, That was pretty good. And I'm, I'm really happy we uh, got you underneath it. Uh, underneath the three o'clock. Yeah. Underneath the three o'clock time that you needed, Mike. So until next time, don't forget that appreciating great art is awesome. And reading a great story is fun. So why not pick up a comic book and do both? Acceler out.